0: Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. We
1: are back in the Talk of the Town studios. My name is Lisa Kay, and we are checking in with Mankato Symphony Orchestra. Bethel is the uh, current cover model. Lovely. This is wonderful, <laughs> Bethel. This is really cool. The River Valley Woman uh, latest edition came out. It came to the radio station. I noticed right away. I'm like, I know her. This is amazing. Tell me about this. <laughs>
2: Well, I, She's I, all some, embarrassed I'm so, all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm also extremely flattered that they asked me for this, um, and I have to thank um, Eileen Matson and her team from River Valley Woman for pulling this all together. They just did an amazing job, and I it was just great to be a part of this magazine and also give me an opportunity to talk about the symphony in there, right, too, and Pro right. and Musica Minnesota Chamber Series, and yeah, so...
1: Yeah, we're all talking a a little bit about music, uh, a lot bit about people in the studio. You brought another guest in studio. We always have so much fun meeting people that are here in the community. Do you want to introduce? uh, Absolutely. So this is
2: Richard Belcher, and he is our artistic director for Music on the Hill, which is our chamber music series. It's under the umbrella of the Mankato Symphony, and he brings in fabulous um, concerts and programs and artists, um,
1: all for our listening enjoyment. And Richard Belcher, welcome. Thank
0: you for having me here.
1: Now, immediately, I'm going to ask, because people are going to wonder, uh, the accent, it's lovely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, to to me, everyone else has the accent, of course. Um,
1: (laughs) Especially this Minnesotan one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm from New Zealand. New Zealand. that's where that comes from.
1: How long have you been here in the States?
0: Uh, Almost 25 years. I came over to study in 1998.
1: And how long have you been the Artistic Director with Mankato Symphony Orchestra?
0: Uh, since 2018 so okay yeah that's a, a more recent uh, thing for me
1: and currently not living here in the southern Minnesota area you're in in the cities correct I live in
0: Minneapolis okay Yeah.
1: okay so yeah. you drive down for for symphony
0: yeah yeah uh, we have uh, well my my part of it the music on the hill series we have five performances through the year and so I'm down for those and uh sometimes rehearsals down here and things like that and um, yeah it's a very fun thing to be able to do.
1: I always like to find out uh, about people that you bring in Bethel because everybody's got this story about how they ended up doing what they do for a living and I've asked I've asked Bethel this too <laughs> how did you end up here and uh, where did you come from and how how did you get involved in uh, being a musical person?
0: Uh, yeah, that's a tough one to it's answer quickly. It's a long quickly. story, um, probably. Um, no, it, well, we have, uh, we
1: have time. <laughs> so, uh,
0: well, my my first musical experiences were at home. Where, uh, we had a piano, and my mother started teaching me piano when I was young. And then I joined a a, a boys' choir, sang in the the cathedral choir at home, and that was very. Uh, that sort of took over my life for about six years. Hmm. And uh, it was during that time I started playing the cello, and oh. the cello quickly bumped the piano out of the way, and um, somehow it fitted much more with yeah. me. Was it
1: a different connection for you? Totally. Like- yeah,
0: too many notes for the piano. <laughs> I don't know how pianists do it. <laughs> I'll leave that to Bethel. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Somehow it just connected with me more, um, and so that that just seemed like that was my instrument. Right. And, Uh, And then uh, through college, I I did did cello for college. And then I came out to the States to to do a master's degree. Um, And then while I was doing that, I started playing in a string quartet. Uh, Chamber music had always been really exciting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, It was the first. So other than my lessons, um, that was what I got involved with um, shortly after I started playing. Um, was chamber music, and um, it's a good thing there are no recordings from back then. <laughs> uh, but, but it was a lot of fun.
1: I say the same thing about early interviews or early times for me being on the radio. Uh-huh. It sounded a,
0: a <laughs> not good, <laughs> not good. But it's believe. also important. Right? It is. It is to so make you who you are. Um, yeah, so chamber music has has always been a, a very important thing for me, and through college, that very quickly became my my focus and the quartet that I started in college became my career for about 20 years oh wow and so we were we were touring um internationally and playing all around making recordings and um and then uh, you know that wasn't so well suited to family life Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and my wife uh sort of at the latter part of the the quartet career my wife is a, an amazing violinist mm. she's played actually for music on the hill oh she uh, won a job with the minnesota orchestra and so we came out wow. here from new york we'd been living in new york and uh was that a culture shock no no we uh, i mean new york was great fun we loved it but um she's from st louis so okay. just down the river um and uh no, I had lived in, we've lived all over, and this this felt really wonderful, actually, mm. um, moving here. Um, and then shortly after that, I was lucky to get a position with the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra. Okay. So um, that really uh, centered our family here and um, was really, really excited to take on Music on the Hill as well.
1: Right. How do you go from St. Paul Chamber Orchestra to becoming the artistic director um, here in Mankato we Mankato Symphony
0: uh, I was just very lucky um, at the time that there was a new artistic director needed um, uh, I was in conversation with the former music director um, Kenneth Reed mm-hmm. and who's a who's now a you know good friend um, and uh, uh, and so it it just came through that connection and um, he knew about my background he had a Background in string quartet as well, and so uh, he saw that I had been doing that, and um, that that this could be a good fit. And it's
2: a yeah, perfect marriage, you know. It with is, uh, huh? his um, background in cello and the connections that all that Richard has with so many musicians, and so yeah, Ken Fried chose well.
1: For those of us that don't live in that world, what does an artistic director do? What does the job encompass?
0: Well, it. I'm it's I'm I feel very <laughs> spoiled because it's a lot of fun uh getting to choose programs um so what I do is um, put together pieces that that either I want to play or that I think will pair well together or that that fit a theme that there might be um, and uh and then put together people uh you know it's pulling people together it's mm-hmm. like matchmaking in a way um and uh, so you get a sense of who really is hungry to do this sort of performing and um, it's a really, really exciting form of music making um, where basically you've got one person on a part and the small, I think the largest group I've had is five, maybe six. Mm-hmm. I think we had a sextet at some point um, where every everyone's voice is really valuable mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot of interplay. and uh, so i I get to to put those those things together, the the pieces and the players and um, and have fun with that.
1: I had a good conversation with Mankato Ballet Company, and they were telling me about the difference in principal dancers and and who generally gets the parts. How does that work in the symphony when we talk about? You know who gets to play what? You're saying each voice is so important. Is there the principal players?
0: Well, uh, in a way, the the instrument that the people each people play dictates that. Um, So, uh, really, the only thing, the only time that can come up as being an issue is between the violinists. Mm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is there um, a plethora of violinists? Well,
0: there are a lot of violinists um, around, but. most chamber groups that are not, say, a, a piano trio where you just have one, there will frequently be two okay. violinists, and it can be a lot of fun to switch them. One will play first violin for one piece and then second violin for the other and, and that sort of thing. But there, there are times when someone just wants to play second violin and and the other person wants to play first, and you hope that it always aligns. <laughs> but th- that's part of the fun is putting <laughs> finding those people... Who wants to do what, and which ones are more malleable, <laughs> <laughs> right. um, and prepared to take on different roles? And but um, you know the music really dictates that, and um, hopefully we find people who are who are really good fits for that. And um, yeah,
1: with music on the hill, when do you start putting the
0: series together? Um, I I'm always thinking about what pieces might. I might want to have programmed, and so I'll have little thoughts of, oh, this person might be great for that. Um, they, it might happen on the way driving back today, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and and it's really small thoughts like that, and then and then you can build it from there. Think, well, if I have that person, perhaps mm. perhaps we could get this person as well, and then um, if they're playing that piece, this would be a good piece, and then from that, I I might come up with an idea of. Well, if that's the theme, sort of theme for this program, perhaps I can do a complementary theme for another concert, and then you know it just grows from there. But I would say the work starts in earnest probably January, February. Okay. Putting programs together and and getting the performers in place. It's quite a long time.
2: Yeah, yeah. right, and it's you know necessary for administrative reasons too, because mm-hmm. then we have to you know book the halls and. And all those details put together our season brochure. So, it's um, yeah, six to nine months before the actual concert, at, at least.
1: And here we go; we come to fruition this weekend. <laughs> yes, with the, with the right. very first one. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But can you tell me about the thread that kind of uh, has the series coming together? And and
0: yeah, well, uh, this was a. Uh, uh, the The theme for the whole series is inspirations and um again that that came up after the programs were put together um mm. although each program as i did it the, there were there were reasons for finding each program so the, this Sunday's concert features um Johann Hummel and Dmitri Shostakovich and louise ferran um three very different composers but they they have something in common for this program which is they were all well the fir- uh, Louise Franck and Johann Hummel they shared a teacher mm. and uh Shostakovich was very young when he wrote his first trio and so I was just immediately thinking well he's, there's an educational sort of tie in here sure. where um something about the way of receiving knowledge and oh, from similar okay. people or at that time of their lives when they wrote these pieces And that was enough, and these pieces, I wanted to do each of these pieces anyway, so this was the obvious program to put them all together.
2: Yeah, and I'll add something to that too. Uh, As a pianist, and I'm looking at this program, we have three composers from very different time periods. Mm -hmm. And uh, in Hummel's day, the, the piano was such where there weren't as many keys on the keyboard. And so the, the area where I'm Maybe you should have played back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perform, yeah, Performing on the keyboard is a, a, a shorter uh, span of notes oh, as okay. opposed to Shostakovich, which Because you will be I, performing this one. Yeah, actually I am. So I know these pieces pretty intimately. And the Shostakovich, I'm like, all oh, it's a huge expanse of the keyboard where okay. it's uh, big playing too. The dynamic range is huge and the... Um, Area of the keyboard that I'm using is much wider than what it is for mm. Hummel, uh, who is 18th century. You know, and and is, uh, this was composed in 1923. <laughs> 23. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: So over a, over 100 years after the Hummel. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Very different styles, but um, really fascinating pieces, and and mm-hmm. so full of charm and and. Uh, you get the youthful angst and, and drama from, from Shostakovich's trio. and
2: I, I think Richard really is creative with his programming, I'll have to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he pulls together some very unique and fun programs. So I'm really looking forward to this.
1: Yeah. So do we want to talk about the whole series, or do you want to focus on uh, what's coming up on the 11th to get people there? That, I'm, yeah. It's a good
2: re- I can uh, talk a little bit Um the uh, this sunday first mm-hmm. of all we're doing all piano trios so i'm, I'm performing as uh, the pianist um, and then we have uh, a cellist whom is uh, performs with richard in the saint paul chamber mm-hmm. orchestra her name is sarah lewis
1: so Richard, you don't, you wouldn't perform this as an artistic director, would you? Ever put yourself in there?
0: Oh yes, yes? <laughs> yeah, I had to restrain I mean, myself. That's fun, um, right? To, to pull myself out of this one. Okay, um, but yeah, uh, Sarah is an absolutely amazing cellist, and I sit my my regular position is sitting with her. Oh. We usually share a stand together, and she's so much fun. And uh, so I'm I'm thrilled that she can do this program. Um, and I'm really looking forward to hearing her. But yes, I will be jealous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we have piano, cello, and and then violin. So
2: typically would you have her at the piano trio. And the violinist is Alison Ostrander, and she is a concertmaster with the Minnesota Opera. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Can't
1: uh, wait to hear her. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is coming up on the 11th. We want to get people interested in getting tickets, I suppose, for this and then the other... Uh, other performances that are coming up next, do we want to kind of mention a few of those that are?
2: Sure. And I, I should mention too that all of this information you can find on our website on symphony.org yeah. and you can look at see what the programs are and also purchase tickets online. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a possibility of purchasing at the door.
1: Right.
0: So, yeah. So, yeah, we have, uh, we have three more concerts in the spring, um, March 5th, April 16th, and May 7th. As Bethel mentioned, you'll find everything on the website. Mm -hmm.
1: Are you still Um, working on those,
0: like piecing them, or are they complete? No, they're done. They're complete, Um, okay. Yep, well, they're set. Working on them to play them, yeah, practicing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and there's a nice mix. Um, I'm very excited about those as well. Actually, the the one in March is also Piano trios. very different from the the ones that you'll hear if you come this Sunday. Um, There's a, a French theme there, although... They're not both French. but um, <laughs> uh, And then the, there's a string quartet program in April, um, which uh, three pieces, again, I'm uh, tooting my own <laughs> programming here, but I, I can't wait to play that one, um, with Joseph Haydn, the father of the string quartet, Caroline Shaw, who's a Pulitzer Prize-winning composer oh, wow. um, that I went to school with in, in Texas at Rice University for oh. a little bit. Um, and then uh, our final concert is actually a mix of uh, ensembles. So there'll be a string quartet, a piano trio, and a piano quintet, Mm. all by composers who were kind of at the beginning of their career, and you can hear uh, some incredible energy from from those pieces. So that's going to be one to look forward to as well.
1: I love how they're sprinkled out throughout the different seasons. Music mm-hmm. on the Hill. This one uh, coming up this Sunday will be where?
2: It's um, on the campus of Bethany Lutheran College, and it's in their exquisite chapel, Trinity oh. Chapel. It's the re- perfect space for chamber music.
1: Now, how does this work? If we, if we are interested in getting tickets for this whole series, can we do that all at once, or do we purchase event by event.
2: At this point, uh, we've um, passed that um, window of time for purchasing season passes because we've already had one of our concerts for Music on the Hill. So at this point, um, you can purchase um, per concert.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And the best place to do that is the website? The website or just show up on the day of too. And
2: we can sell tickets at the door too.
1: I know that the the last time that you were in, we were talking a little bit about the uh, the competition and the young the young artist competition, I know yeah. the deadline has passed for that, but did right. we receive enough uh, good entries we, for this? It was really
2: wonderful. We got um, we have fifteen solo uh, um, entrants, and these are you know ninth through twelfth grade students uh, from all over the state and um, all different instruments. We have woodwind strings and and a pianist as well. So, I think that's pretty good for yeah. a first year. Uh, I anticipate this is going to grow mm-hmm. year to year to year. And uh, we also have um an ensemble portion of the competition. And we're working on that yet. We have one applicant for that. We'd okay. like to have at least another applicant.
1: Well, you so. never know. you we'll may see. you may see some of these kids later on stage Music on the Hill you never know where the, yeah, the music exactly. career would take that but exciting have the opportunity to see some premier musicians mm-hmm. um, right here in our community mm-hmm. with the Music on the Hill series Inspired Knowledge we've got Artistic Director Richard Belcher and of course Bethel with the uh, Mankato Symphony Orchestra always good to have you in and it was so nice to meet you and I can't wait to hear um, and, and we're looking forward to it please come back
0: thanks so much for having us thank, thank, you, thank you
1: thank you thank you